everyone, and welcome to another episode of Freedom of Good Home. My name is Michael Hing, and joining me from my very own house is a man who is uh, now fully recovered from the coronavirus. It's Ben Jenkins. If anything, I am stronger mm-hmm. than I was when I went in. Um, well, congratulations on your recovery. But mainly that's because when I went in, I had COVID and was very weak. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's... Michael, I'm in your house. Mm-hmm. You're in Hum's house for yeah. the second time mm-hmm. in, I want to say, three weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm in a different room of your house now. Mm-hmm. I'm in the, it's, it's, you know what it is, Michael? What is it then? You know how uh, schizophrenic people talk back to the radio because they think that they can have a sure. conversation. Yep. I, such is our friendship that I have spent so much time with you in this room, but mm-hmm. over a webcam because oh. we've been recording. So mm-hmm. I feel like I have stepped into the television. The television in You're a way. living in the television. And I'm in the room that I see in the background and I can see new angles. I didn't realize, Michael, for example, there's a washing basket on the on the ground <laughs> and there had been this whole time. This is incredible. And I can see the tiny blue chair mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. from where I'm sitting. I'm not sitting on it because you're currently using it to hold a number of clothes. We don't and need a, to go and through a, the- And a doona cover. We don't need to go through like and, what, what, and why can my And can I say, tastefully out of shot, um, is a, a, a workbench uh, that is covered in keyboards and magic cards. Uh, <laughs> yep. Rock and roll. Should we uh, introduce our guests? We should. Uh, you might know them as uh, one of the hosts of a podcast, which I assume is more successful than ours, mm-hmm. uh, the masses of our domain Seinfeld podcast. Please welcome. Uh, Phoebe Roy. Hello, Phoebe. How's it going? Hello, fellas. It's going okay. I'm I'm really excited about the uh, the room tour. I kind of want to hear more. I want to I want to I want to talk There's about the lava lamp. A nasal spray oh, I as well. I want to talk about the uh. lava lamp. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Where'd you fucking get that? You, you know, you know, Phoebe. I don't know if it's the same in the UK, but there was a period there in, in from about two thousand and uh, I'd say two thousand and one to two thousand and three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you couldn't fucking you couldn't walk around a shopping center without running into a lava lamp. Yeah. They were um, everywhere. If you yeah. if you gave me two weeks to find a lava lamp in a physical store, I don't think I could do it <laughs> in twenty twenty two. Well, oh, well, uh, this um, is where this is where you're wrong. The lava lamp is back. It's back. Oh, is it's it? Back, it's back with a vengeance. Um, like everything, <laughs> like everything from like kind of nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and two. I'd say it's like it's. It's creeping back into the cultural consciousness. Uh, like for, well, for London for is obviously <laughs> London is obviously light years ahead of Sydney culturally, mm. uh, as it is the cultural capital of Europe. That's right. Um, that is right. But uh, I'm just wondering is, if, to know what we can expect in the future. Are those inflatable plastic chairs? Uh, coming back? Uh, great, you know those great, ones great question. That- um, I honestly, I really hope so. Like what? Uh-huh. What I want to see coming back are the uh, inflatable flowers, inflatable CD yep, holders, yep, 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 yep. because like yes. because then like the young people will look at them and go, well, what is this for? I don't, I don't know what <laughs> I'm supposed to do with this inflatable <laughs> thing with the plastic pockets on the side. I remember getting an inflatable chair for my room in let's say 2001. Mm-hmm. You in high school in 2001? I was, yeah, it would have been, yeah. And I remember thinking as I took it home from Granny Mae's, <laughs> thinking, I've got a whole fucking couch in my backpack. This is insane. Like, How long do you reckon it lasted for? Well, this is the thing, home? right? Like, So I was like thinking, like, how is this not revolutionised mm. furniture? Yeah. Because yeah. air is free. 
It and you adjust. can just fill it and and put this this is and then I sat on this thing fucking once and, and I was like, oh, that's why because <laughs> <laughs> this is in some ways like uncomfortable but also like uh, completely insubstantial. Yeah. Um, Phoebe, yes. if I could uh, answer your question from before, yeah. where you asked me why I had the lava lamp, um, something you might know might not know, but listeners to the podcast would know, is that about was it probably about two years ago now, Ben? Um, I um, mistakenly and I became obsessed with the color blue. Mm-hmm. And so I bought a lot of blue objects and the lava lamp that you see is, is one of the many blue objects I've bought. Okay. Um, what else blue? What yeah, else? I don't, what I don't else? have a, I don't have a satisfying explanation for it. Uh, there's the giant blue skull on the okay, painting. Yeah, you can I see, can there's see the blue, the blue skull. There is um, this um, blue carafe that I put water in sometimes. Oh, that's, uh, oh, that's, a, also that's a good carafe. I have a. I, yeah, and it comes with this nice little have, blue cup as my, well. My blue water bottle. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm wearing jeans, guys. So we've uh, all the chair something. Ben is sitting on is blue. Yeah. Um, That's anyway, true. there's just a bunch of blue shit in my life that, um, uh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm a bow. Bird. Do you have bow birds in the UK? Probably no, not. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> It's no. a, it's a, it's a, it's Staples a kind of, blue. it's a kind of bird that, that, that exclusively picks up little blue knickknacks and take it back to its pervert nest. That is, sorry, um, is that real? Or is that, are you? Yeah, it's, yeah, real. it's an Australian bird, I guess. Like, like, like seriously, your fucking country. Like, it's like, like <laughs> this is, we've had, the, we've literally had this conversation before, but like that. Every mm. more, every new thing I learn about Australia, I am more like, yeah, CIA. <laughs> the CIA invented this invented this country. There's no there's no other now, explanation. This is a podcast. I was gonna say we we, we may be uh, joined later in the podcast by your your co-hosts on yeah, one of we, your podcasts. Yeah, we might, we uh, might be. Edwards. We don't know where we don't know where he is, what he's doing. He's just he's just chilling out, he's chilling out with Do the we ladies. Think he might be. Yeah, as long as we know that he's safe wherever he oh, is. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. He's definitely safe. He's like, he's like, he's checked Because in. I don't want to be. Yeah. Phoebe, I don't want to be riffing on this guy uh, <laughs> and then find out that he's dead. Yeah. Because uh, that's going to be a real But bummer. you know better than we do. Is that what he would have well, wanted? Like, would he want is, us like, to sort honestly, of. Honestly, this is the thing. Like, like Milo is one, of, is one of my best friends. And like, I think I can safely say on his behalf that, yeah, I think there's a possibility that that's, think that's the what, best tribute mm. we could possibly we could possibly pay to him to to clown Great. clown on him in his absence while he's lying <laughs> dead in a ditch. Do you know that I don't want any jokes at my funeral? You don't want any jokes at your funeral? No, no. neither what, do I. You're going to have a big sign saying no jokes. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in charge, Michael, mm-hmm. of giving every speaker the fucking light Ooh. if they. <laughs> I'm just finding blue things around the house to show to Michael. <laughs> you've become, Honestly, you've become a bowerbird. <laughs> Once that's a, uh, yeah, Phoebe's holding up a blue Cormac McCarthy novel, I guess. Yes. <laughs> um. um yeah, once you start looking for it, it's everywhere. The color blue is really common. It's one of the main <laughs> colors. <laughs> it's one of the biggest um, colors. Well, this is a podcast where we go through uh, the uh, colors of the spectrum <laughs> and blue, rank like, how common they are. Everything blue that I can see. Do you want to know what like what blue I can see like right now from where I'm sitting? Yes, honestly, yeah, dearly. okay, we could, we could do that. But honestly, as a as an audio medium, this may be unsatisfying. <laughs> it, like, it, to the it listener. might be, but you know, I'm a writer. I can paint pictures with my words. Um, I can like okay. the blue stuff I can see are my my uh, my grandmother's dinner set, which is blue. Uh huh. Um, a, a dinner set. What is that? Like, a, like do you mean like plates yeah, like, or like some horrible English thing? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a vile English thing. There are plates and yeah. bowls and soup bowls and um, 
and right. like a gravy boat and like a like now, is this, is this like fancy stuff that you keep in a cabinet that you would never we use do, what, or we is this do, the kind we of thing we use it when use? we have people over but we don't use it for like every day right so this is like your this is um, our good china like this the, is our, this is our good china good and it's china. and it's okay. blue we've got a blue sugar bowl we've right. got a blue toaster huh. the fridge is blue what room of the house are you in yeah, are you in the kitchen right now where do you think I am? Right, okay. no, I'm looking at the toaster. <laughs> yeah, sure. I have like my. I have sure. my. We don't know how you do things. I have things. my bedside table toaster, just in case <laughs> yeah, I need like yeah. either morning don't clothes you guys have that over or like yeah yeah. yeah yeah. I mean maybe yeah maybe you could be in the bathroom. You might have a toaster there just for emergencies. That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like, Can I say a, a point electrocutions. of tension? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a point of tension in 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 my marriage is that um, <laughs> I don't like the idea of the good anything. Uh huh like the good bowl that we only have for guests. Um, and Anya, I think just we were brought up in very different families. Like mm. my family is like in terms of crockery, radically egalitarian. Uh-huh. Very informal crockery family. That, yeah, I mean like they have fancy crockery, but they'll just use it whenever, mm-hmm. right? And Anya is very much like, no, these, we got some, we got some crystal wine glasses, Phoebe, mm-hmm. for our wedding yeah. that the person who gave them to us said... <laughs> And I never really questioned it until I brought it up with somebody and they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, the crystal wine glasses were in the same room as Zelda Fitzgerald once. Uh-huh. What? Um, okay. <laughs> that was the gift. They how, were like, how would they know that? Well, this is the thing. When, the, when it was given to me at my wedding, I was like, lovely. Thank you for that. That's incredible. Zelda Fitzgerald in the same room as her, you say. Wonderful. And Anya was like, well, we'll only use these when good people come around. <laughs> and then like. When, when Zelda Fitzgerald yeah. comes around. Should Zelda Fitzgerald drop by. Uh, and then uh, years later, I told that to somebody mm. and they had precisely your reaction, Michael. They were like, <laughs> how, would the, how would you know that? Yeah. Um, uh, Phoebe, yeah. this is not a podcast about the color blues. It's actually a podcast where we go through the week's yeah, classified right. to find uh, the best and worst things uh, to talk about. Uh, have you ever, are you much of an online shopper? Do you, do you buy and sell things via classifieds online at I, all? I, ne- you, I never you- sell things online because I'm lazy and I'm also mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and I also have, um, I have like a, it's not, it's not a condition exactly, but it's, I'm, I, uh-huh. I am very, very, very <laughs> bad at the internal economics of a household and I'm very, very bad at maths. And I have at some point or another persuaded myself that either keeping something that you don't want to have or just throwing it away is somehow cheaper or you somehow get more money out of it than trying to sell it for a small amount on eBay or whatever. Well, well, here's the thing, Phoebe, I'm with you on this. If like you can make this maths work, right? All you need to do is say, if I'm going to hire myself to sell something on eBay Mm -hmm. and, and pay myself, let's say $400 an hour to do so, then it actually costs me less to not do that. Okay, yeah. That's you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I would I would probably question question some logic. Okay. Um But it feels that way. I'm so with you. Yeah, I think like I think that was a very anti-worker thing of you to say just there Michael. I will, I will not I'm not impressed <laughs> by that. Like that's actually what, like a reasonable that- going fee, I think. It's not for any work Ben does is not worth four hundred dollars an hour. I've worked with this man for over a decade. I know the the market value for what he does is I don't know forty five dollars, maybe fifty dollars an hour. I'm trying to think hour. of a time that I've been paid f- 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 something f- close to mm-hmm. that. And do you know what it is? Mm-hmm. When I uh, when I was at university, I took a job teaching improv comedy mm-hmm. to bankers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at like one of their functions uh-huh. and 
and I worked and I think my diet, my hourly rate came pretty close to that, but it was also one of the worst experiences of my entire life. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the, I think the most I've ever been paid to teach comedy was to teach improv to fuck. Okay. So Ben and I used to work at a bar at uni, mm-hmm. Phoebe. And uh, the, my manager at the bar was a guy called, what was his name? The buff Asian dude. Lee, his name was Lee, mm-hmm. and he ran a website that taught men how to pick up women, right? And this was prior, this was just prior to the game, I, I think. I think so. This is like, yeah, so this this guy was an Australian sex pest, I imagine, is what you might uh-huh. call them. Um, That's and- a kind of bird, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they only like red things. Yeah, yeah. And so he used to rent out the bar we we worked at, on Saturday mornings and run his like um, classes for whatever. Uh-huh. And one time I didn't really know, I didn't really understand what was going on, but he said, Hey, I'm running this like seminar. Can you, and I know no, you do improv. Would you like to teach them improv, these people improv? And I was like, ah, oh, sure. I'll take a job, whatever. And I got paid like, yeah, hundreds of dollars to turn up. And then a room full of just the weirdest, <laughs> like most socially awkward mm-hmm. men all in top hats. Uh-huh. Monocles, you yeah. know, just st- steampunk losers. Yeah. Um, and I t- teaching them improv, which I assume they went then out to harass people with, um, <laughs> you know, uh, doing magic tricks and whatnot at bars and clubs around yeah. Australia. Do you think you're their Mr. Holland? <laughs> like when, they, when, when they're bothering some woman at a bar, they think back to those heady days with yeah. you. <laughs> like, like probably. Yeah. They're like kind of blo- like blocking a woman's exit for from the bar and then like and then like when she eventually manages to get away like they're on the bar they're like jumping up on the bar saying this is for you Mr. Hing <laughs> disastrous um, alright let's get yeah. into it this is um, one that I found on Craigslist I'm going to put it in the chat for you Phoebe yep. um, this is from Richmond in, in, in the US I think Richmond Virginia I mm-hmm. believe and it's, a, and it's entitled Room Available for Open Minded uh, this person is looking for a roommate. I have a large private room available for an open-minded housekeeper slash helper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. Alarm bell's already going mm-hmm. off. Room yeah. can be fully furnished if need be. Currently it is. Must be female. Uh-huh. This is located on a private farm in the country. Uh-huh. Red flags, red flags, anyone? Rooms, meals, util- utilities, etc. included. Free for the right lady. A small salary is included. Mm-hmm. Pets are okay. Will need to help me with various chores around the farm, including feeding of livestock, open brackets, cows and pigs, mm-hmm. those brackets, firewood, cooking, cleaning, gardening, etc. Open to all legal ages and races. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's an interesting dangling modifier uh, there yeah. because it does suggest legal the races, uh, existence yeah. of, yes, an, an, of an illegal race. Yeah. <laughs> Must be drama-free and drug and disease-free. Or Dean, it says Dean yeah. free, so it's either Dragon Disease or Dungeons yeah, and Dragons. I, that's how sure. I read it. Um, um, and I, th- and sure. I think that's, I think that's those a two re- I, think, are mutually I think that's a reasonable insistence, actually. <laughs> uh, cigarette smokers, okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So Phoebe, I don't know if you're looking for somewhere to live right now, but where's, you, where's Richmond? I think it's in Amer- in Virginia, in America. It is, yeah. Um, um, yeah, but would you be interested in um, taking up this room available? For an open-minded housekeeper slash helper, Phoebe. My, I mean, my only my only concern is is that I am not drama-free. 
That would be that would <laughs> yeah. be what I think would get in the way of me applying for this otherwise uh, quite exciting sounding <laughs> sounding opportunity. You think you'd be just. Um, you know, mm. feeding the cows and the pigs, but stirring up drama in in the process. Um, we could be stirring up drama between the cows and I the could, pigs. This know? is the thing. I'm very, I'm very, very concerned that I would not find it possible not to agitate amongst the pigs. Um, sure, sure. <laughs> You've read Animal Farm. Yeah, you know what it's like. Yeah, they're like <laughs> pigs are agitators and instigators, and I mean cows are as well in their own way. Uh, I, I, why would you have cows and pigs, and that's it? That seems. Oh, oh you're that, saying is that an alarm that bell to, for you? That to me, well, it's not so much an alarm bell as I am concerned about the about the future of this guy's farming business. About the biodiversity yeah. of his. Yeah, I th- you yeah. think that the 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 biosphere this person created it does not have enough diversity in it, not enough sort of like what what do that's you want in I'm, there? A badger yeah, or something? What, uh, well, I don't know. Like maybe like. Maybe I'd maybe I'd need What's to have it? some uh, more does, clarity does have on any like the native animals. I have no idea. Have native animals? Does the UK have? Yeah. Any? Yeah. I think. What's like a thing you would find in Britain that you wouldn't find elsewhere? The pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy Savile, for example. Um, <laughs> now nah, we got him in yeah, Australia. Yeah, we got, got him rights. everywhere. In fact, we probably sent some yeah, of ours to you. Everywhere. Uh, in, in, in yeah. So that's something. Um, uh, red squirrels are native to the British Isles. Um, okay. Okay. So it's a type of squirrel. Uh, type, of, type of squirrel. Very cute squirrel. Uh, well, they used to, uh, mm-hmm. in like a long time ago, uh, lynxes, wolves, bears, wolverines, uh, beavers all used you know, to be um, native Phoebe, to the UK, the- but not anymore. Phoebe, for a while there, um, when I was a teenager, my uncle, my my uh, the other side of my family, there's the Jenkinses who I assume are Welsh, and then there's the McQueens who um, are probably Scottish, o- obviously Scottish. And uh, when I was uh, when I was like a teenager, my uncle like rediscovered this fact that that he was that the McQueens were Scottish, and <laughs> and got got super into it. Okay. Um, like okay. started like started calling them a clan and things like that. Um, at least I hope that's why. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, and these special robes we all wore, etc. <laughs> but one thing that he I really distinctly remember him <laughs> him saying was that the McQueens killed the last wolf in Scotland, and that was like the claim <laughs> to fame of that particular. And uh, even as a teenager, I was thinking like, "What was he in a fucking zoo?" Like, <laughs> Mean the last wolf in Scotland. They broke into the Edinburgh Zoo with a hammer and beat it to death. Yeah, this was in like '87. Do you know, I was thinking, Phoebe, on what you were saying about like it's weird that there's only cows and pigs and yeah. I was thinking, yeah, that's true because like from my understanding, chickens are really easy to raise and then I thought to myself, why do you think that, Ben? <laughs> why do you think that chickens are easy to raise? And then I mm. realised that what I'd done is I'd just thought about Minecraft <laughs> and uh-huh. I'd gone, well, they're a very yeah. easy creature in Minecraft. We'd just get a bunch of chickens and... Have I talked about the chickens we had growing up? Yeah. yeah. Your mother uh, locked you in a coop, I believe. Oh, yes. We have talked about oh. that. My mum used to, when I was misbehaving, would make me go and um, be with the chickens for an hour or whatever. So I would have to go sit in the coop. Be, I be think it's with done. the chickens? Yeah, yeah. Like that, sounds like, that sounds um, like a voiceover for like one of those like Netflix documentary series. <laughs> when Michael Hing was a child, he had to go and be with the chickens and then it's just like a mugshot. 
and like and like your body count. <laughs> yeah, but it, th- in this in this documentary on Netflix, presumably, are talking about a very smart boy who grew up to be a genius or something. Phoebe, is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, it's called Normal yeah. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a six part series called Normal Guy about the world's most normal yeah. man. <laughs> it's like it's it's, it's uh, I know what we have talked. <laughs> <laughs> I know we have talked about it on the podcast before, but mm. like so many things from your childhood that we bring up on the podcast and we riff on it for a second and then put it away forever. <laughs> Every now and again, it'll just occur to me walking down the street and I'll be like, I think, I think he might be a serial killer. <laughs> like if, if I wanted to like, if I had like, if I had like three hours to write an opening scene of a serial killer movie and I was really, really pushed for time, I would do the, you go be with the chicken scene. <laughs> It would be that scene right up until you, you're surrounded by chickens, chicken, 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 chicken. Mm-hmm. The noise grows, 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 and then cut to modern day, like current age Michael Hing uh-huh. or whatever that character's name is. Um, <laughs> and like the, yeah, like the, like the, like the first guy. scene of Michael Hing as, an, as like an adult, it's like him at like, at like one of those like kind of petting zoo enclosures and he's just like staring yeah. at one of the chickens and the chicken is staring back at him. Yeah, exactly. Phoebe, like, call me. We'll write this Wait, up. Hang on, right. we- to be clear, I wasn't like friends with the chickens. I would just, <laughs> I would just, I was just in their coop, like in the pen. I wasn't like. Yeah, I know you were traumatized by it. It's called well, trauma. I wasn't like, lo- I wasn't like locked in the hutch. I was just in the coop. Bit. You wouldn't fit in the hutch. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, I was very young. I probably could have crawled in there if I wanted to. <laughs> d- d- um, what? To How did the chickens respond to this? Did they treat you as their own, or did they treat you as an intruder? Um. There was, there was, they, they range in aggressiveness. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, in fact, I was scared of them because prior to this, I um, had spent some time in the United Kingdom. We, 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 we lived in a place called St. Albans for a while. Uh, and I forgot that you lived in the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah. And there was a. Pu- in fact, I think, was a I think we've had this conversation because this was when because this yeah. was when Milo was uh, was like briefly seeing a St Albans milf who he was having to like drive out to St Albans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, there was a pond there, and there was there was some geese at this pond, and my mum used to take me down to the. This, I'm like an absolute psycho, but she needed she wanted me to be like healthy and to do cardio as a kid. So she used to take me down to the pond and have the geese chase me round. <laughs> she, I think she used to put like feed in my pockets. Or something. I don't know exactly. How old what. were you? I would have been like three or four. Oh my god! So that's Moses's age. Yeah. So I she, could I, be having him chased by a goose right now. Yeah. That would be so cute. <laughs> and so when I when we moved back to Australia and we had chickens, and Mum would punish me by putting me in the in the hutch with the chickens or in the coop with the chickens or whatever in the pen. I remember thinking like. Like, uh, initially I remember being scared of them because I was like, oh, I've been chased by birds before. Sure. <laughs> but then when I realized that they were like scared of me, I was sure. like, oh, maybe I can be master of all birds now. Do you want know? to like, I can, yeah. I can claim. And now of- I'd say your relationship with birds is pretty much ambivalence, <laughs> which is interesting. Like, um, would you let me put feet in Mo's um, pockets and then take him to the, the, the goose pond? My or- son Moses? Yes, your son Moses. I would, are you out of your mind? <laughs> I mean, look today. Oh, look, you got to get me in a pretty bad mood. <laughs> I mean, let's not rule it out. Uh, Phoebe, do you have? I have no idea. Do you have kids? No. Do you have children? No. 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 Right. Right. Okay. Well, just if you'd like to consider this as a parenting tip, if you ever do yeah. have children, filling their pockets with goose feed <laughs> and, and just sort of sending and them, them to a well, goose Well, this pond. is the thing because, like, obviously, like. 
obviously my child is going to be a genius and uh mm-hmm. and course, like uh, and a legend in various ways uh so i can only mm-hmm. assume that uh my child will be able to tame a goose quite quite quickly oh, sure, and quite easily sure, I, like, sure. I like i would feel like i had failed if my child got chased by a goose yeah you should give you should fill their pockets with feed and then also give them a, a baby's gun mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you then, can get baby guns. Yeah, like a baby's first gun mm-hmm. or something, and then yeah. with the goose attacks, they can yeah. sort of deal with it. I think it's probably quite hard to um, shoot a goose. <laughs> yeah, lots of first of all, very slim target yeah. coming at yeah. you. You know what I mean? Shooting one running, running along next, like besides you in profile. Yeah. That's probably easier. And and like, but if they're running at you, it's like trying to shoot a pencil. Have a high, they have a high <laughs> feather to kind of body Absolutely. Like ratio as well. So it's all, it's fluff. all fluff. Imagine all fluff. a fluffy pencil coming towards you that wants you yeah. dead. And it's like running in like zigzags and like emitting honks. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff. Like how are you? How are you shooting that? You can't shoot a goose. The goose has almost evolved to sort of to scare a child. I was going to say to outwit a gun, but. <laughs> I mean, you could be right about that as well. Uh, so no one wants to move into this this farmhouse? I do like the idea of the uh, – I do like the addition of the line small salary included mm-hmm. because um, it, it just screams uh, like second draft. Like the first draft just said technically not slavery. <laughs> <laughs> Let's punch it up a little, shall we? I mean, I think, it, I think um, it's definitely oh. – okay, you know what? Here is, my, here is like my actual read on this, on this, uh, on this mm-hmm. personal is that I – don't think that they're a serial killer. I think. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that they like they thought. Okay, well, how do I like make this like make this sound? Like, I actually really do need someone to help me out with the cows and the pigs because like the cows and the pigs, they are like they're having meetings when I'm in the house. Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, cows yeah. and pigs yeah. could so easily unionize against me because the pigs are you know the pigs mm-hmm. are the agitators in the first place mm-hmm. um and you know and I, I haven't got like i haven't got a decent like crop cycle diversity out here i don't have any no. like chickens to kind of like inform and kind of you know help me union bust out mm-hmm. there like mm-hmm. and i'm out or at least split yeah exactly like yeah exactly yeah divide and conquer yeah. using yeah. either the chickens or a large cart horse or something something of that nature. Sure. Uh, so I actually yeah. do need someone to help me out in like, in my farmhouse, like the, like the, like the housework is sort of getting too much for me, but it all sounds a bit creepy, doesn't it? So what I'll do is I will write the personal. So I sound as much like a serial killer as possible. <laughs> and then uh-huh. by the principle of double bluffs, I won't look uh-huh. like a serial killer. If you were really a serial killer, oh, you'll think you- that I'll read this and be like, there's no way this person could be real because that person should be arrested by exactly. the police. Yeah. And if mm. I were being a serial killer, I wouldn't be so obvious about yeah. it. Yeah. Double okay. bluff, go to the farm, mm-hmm. break, bust, bust yeah. that up. Look, it's possible. I, like, I probably wouldn't yeah, like, I, I bet think, on it. I think if you're wanting to look for serial killers, what you want to look for is those like house sharing ads where they're like, yeah, like four create like four creatives. We're all like, we're oh, all very yeah. like, we're all like, we're all very into uh, the environment. We're into looking after ourselves and we're into uh, self-care yeah. and uh, the, and the dissolution of interpersonal strife. They're the serial killers. Mm-hmm. That's serial That's killers. The ser- that, those are the serial um, killers. This guy out on his farm, he's just the pigs are just the pigs and the cows are just getting too much for him. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Phoebe, do you have one for us? Yeah, I do. I do indeed. This is from, uh, this is from Gumtree. Um, I'm not sure what, uh, what location it is. Oh, it's in uh, somewhere called Dunadu. Is that, is that right? Dunny do. do. Dunny do. How we? How how we? Where is where is Dunadu? I'm looking it up. It's, it's in, in New South Wales. It's, where, yeah. it's in the state that we're in. They've got a looking at okay, this map okay. here it's and this image. They've got a beautiful north of, north pub, in central New South Wales. Okay, yeah. all right. So uh, sort of near Dubbo. All right. right. So yeah. we're uh, we're out Dubbo. in Dunadu, and uh, we've got a seller <laughs> out in Dunadu who is sorry. I'm going to drop doing. I'm going to drop this now. Um, <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pre- it, You know, it's pretty. It's pretty good. We've had international guests do worse Australian accents well, on I'm this sure, podcast. I'm so that's true. Probably the Matt Matt Chrisman was probably oh yeah, yeah. no good. He no. knows a lot about he knows a lot about the history of U.S. politics, but cannot do a uh, Australian accent to save his damn okay. life. Oh, all right, all right. Maybe maybe I'll stick with it. Maybe I'll stick with it. All right. So we got this seller around in Dunedin, and they are selling a Polish frizzle rooster. Um. So it's a bird. It, a bird. It's, of a, it's, a chicken. A, it's a chicken. It's a. Uh, Oh, it's like well, a, it's this, like, this whole podcast is getting a bird it's motif. A, it's a fancy chicken. So I want, uh-huh. I want that to be. I want that to be clear. I'm just looking up at what a Polish frizzle looks like. Um, so this is yeah. So this is a kind of rooster. Uh, oh, oh, they're really, they're really weird looking. I suggest you both Google these as well. <laughs> they're like. And maybe you at home would, yeah, like, to, every, would like to pause the podcast. Yeah, to I really suggest that you have a little look at the Polish frizzle rooster. Oh. They look like uh, they look like bantams. They almost. do look like bantams. Mm. Um, they look like Rod Stewart. They do. <laughs> but a chicken. <laughs> really, that is uncanny, Phoebe. How yeah. much these that is chicken Rod Stewart. It's chicken Rod Stewart. Um, but they've they've missed a trick, and this uh, this this chicken does not appear to be called Rod Stewart. He's called uh, he's called no. Mr. Bean. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so he's, he's black with gold leakage. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I'm not, um, I mean, you assume that's not a medical thing. No. You assume yeah. that that's a way that you identify plumage. Yeah. I assume, they? like, I'm assuming that that's what it is. I mean, like, I know I've come across, like I'm a chicken specialist so far, but actually sure. I'm just an enthusiastic mm. amateur. So I actually don't know what gold leakage is. Um, it could just be a fancy way of uh, of saying pissing yourself <laughs> yeah. in a way. It's a, it, this is a chicken that just I think it describes everywhere. the way the feathers are covered. Yeah, yeah it but, could um, do. Yeah, it, could, okay. it could just be um, discharges as well. well what I, what I'm, cloaca or what I'm wondering is if it maybe has the same kind of feather pattern as uh, a, either a chinchilla or a chinchilla cat does because uh, that's like oh. that's like where the hairs are like different like different colours depending on where like depending on which end mm. of the hair it is um so like, is a chinchilla a type of cat there's a chinchilla cat yeah they're really really nice chinchilla cats they look like toys well, when people say they're making a coat like a fur coat out of oh, that's out of chi- that's out, that, that's out, out, that's out of the rodent that's not out of the cat right okay okay like i thought that was a, i thought technically i thought it was like a you know like tomatoes technically a fruit i was like that's technically a cat no 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 there is a, chin- a there is a rodent okay. chinchilla 
Right. Okay. Okay. I, there's no reason why either of you should know this, but do you know how difficult it is to take care of a chinchilla? They're like they are the most. They are the most. <laughs> Sorry. Do you mean like a coat or like no, an the animal? animal? They are the most like they are the most oh. difficult animals to look after in the world. Have you owned one before? Have you no. had to? No, what happened was um, I saw a picture of a black chinchilla and they are the cutest things in the world. They look like a kind of cartoon mouse. They're completely round and Mm -hmm. then they've got big ears and like a little like a little twitchy nose. And I was like, oh, I'd like to get a chinchilla. That would be a really nice thing to have. And so I looked up what they're like as pets. Oh, I'm looking at a picture. That, that's a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah. like a Pokemon. It's an adorable, it's an adorable little, little black little okay, black so you, Pokemon. So you looked yeah. it up, uh, the care instructions. Yeah. And the, like, and I found this, like, doc, like, honestly, like, this looked like, this looked like something that you imagine, like, the kind of, like, the, the like the FBI, like, going through with a marker pen. This document was, like, so gigantic. <laughs> um, and it's all about how, like, you have to give them little treats when you're training them, but not too many treats because then they get like, then they get blase about the treats and the treats no longer work. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Got to keep them hungry. You've got to get them used to being handled, but not like bother them too much. If they. Oh, so it's not that they're like, it's not like that they're like volatile and feral. It's that they're fancy little they're princes. Fan- yeah, they're that- fancy little princes. Um, they, you can't, you can't ah. wash them because if you wash them, then they go rotten. <laughs> Because like they don't dry off. <laughs> they have, like, they have like such they have like such dense fur that they don't they can't dry off properly. So they get this like weird like how the fuck <laughs> has this animal survived? In their fur. So if you want to wash them, you have to do it in a dust bath. But you can't use regular dust. You've got to get special silky dust because otherwise it'll tear their skin. If you piss them off, they like do this thing where they put go in a defensive posture and then they piss on you. And once they've pissed on you, you will never get their Please, you will leakage. never get their respect <laughs> ever again. Yeah. Um, so so I decided against getting a chinchilla. So you didn't end up getting a no. uh, you didn't end up getting a little I chinchilla. Didn't, to- no. No? Am I right in saying that these animals don't exist in the wild? Because <laughs> how could they possibly? Well, they, they must have. They how? must have done it at some point, and I don't know how yeah, they were surviving. We, we've bred them to we've, be. We've bred them to, to be, be impossible. Yeah, for their own yeah good. we've. we've you know we've what I mean? Like, them. Yeah. yeah. Oh Wait, my so this, god! This, this yeah, rooster, this rooster yeah. Oh yeah, it's called yeah. Mr. Bean. It's called, it's called it's Mr. Bean. Mr. Called Mr. Mr. Bean, and he has a poor attitude, which I like. Which <laughs> I think is like probably the case for like all roosters, and particularly the Rod Stewart rooster. If I was that rooster, I would have a poor attitude as well. Oh. Right. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Too many treats. <laughs> right. He used to be my cuddle buddy. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Like, fine. Let's get into that. Um. And sweet boy. His sister was stolen <laughs> and he blames me. <laughs> <laughs> he is more interested in revenge than he is with breeding with a non-laced girl. Wow. Okay. So this is a $30, $30 rooster um, with a poor attitude mm-hmm. who blames its owner because his sister was stolen. So this this Mister Bean has become John Wick mm-hmm. at this yep. point is is the yep. is the journey of this the emotional journey of this rooster. Can I just go get back to the main point of this man in Dunning Do? Mm-hmm. This information is not required to sell a rooster. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like we don't need to do a deep a, a deep sort of character dive on <laughs> on the motivations of this fucking bird. <laughs> no. You're selling it for thirty dollars. Yeah. 
That, I mean, I'm assuming I'm I assuming that's that, cheap for a rooster. I don't know what the I don't know what the market is like. Yeah, I actually don't know what the going rate Phoebe, for Phoebe. Honestly, if you told me that the average price of a rooster was anywhere between like fifteen dollars and a thousand dollars, I would believe yeah, you. I have like I've lit. Like you know I have I mean? literally no idea. It's like one. It's like one of those things. It's like a like something like 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 ironing boards. Like you're always like hugely <laughs> surprised at either how cheap or how expensive they are. And I think that's the, that that's the principle that we're dealing with with the with the rooster. Speaking of ironing boards, mm-hmm. I, I know this is very oh, much a go on. Uh, this is very much an up against the wall purchase. Mm-hmm. But um, today, uh, Hum and I went to purchase a bookcase, which we didn't end up doing because. Um, well, I, I did. I could. I couldn't imagine the kind of bookcase I wanted, and then we got confused at the shop, and we had to leave. But while I was at the <laughs> while I was at the homeware store, I saw a thing called a steam closet. Have you ever seen a steam closet? No. That, Do you a, mean a sauna? No. These are <laughs> these are a new invention, which is a a big box, you, like a cupboard that you hang all your clothes in, and then you press a button. They're like four thousand dollars. Go on. And you press a button, and then it fills the box with steam. Oh, okay. Right. And it irons your clothes, so you never have to iron your clothes ever again. You just press a button and it steams your clothes. Oh. Did you have to do it like one garment at a time? No, you can fit like I don't. know. It looked like it was like a small wardrobe. You could probably have like half a dozen things in there. Probably I don't know. There's a special one for the pants, so you could press your pants. So, but they were. It was very expensive, and I assume it's a real up against the wall purchase. But what do you, you know, mean by up against the wall purchase? I've never like, heard this before. Oh, you will be first up against uh, the wall uh, if you yeah. buy this. Oh, yes, okay. I see. Yeah. 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 Come the revolution. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, that, uh, that may not be a saying. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's definitely not a saying. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, I really did think about, um, you know, if I, I, I was like in my brain, I was like, if this is less than like a thousand dollars, I'll buy it. But it was $4,000. So I didn't. Fuck. I'm so angry that you put that in my mind. <laughs> but don't you want it now? I absolutely want it now. I want it now yeah, so much. Yeah, I know. I, I, I massively want that. That sounds great. Mm. It's like a kind of spa for your yeah. clothes. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't really do sponsored content on this podcast except by accident. <laughs> yeah, but if you, I mean, if you are from the Samsung company, if you're listening, if you want, like, uh, the Samsung company, are they like a corrupt Korean family maybe? I can't remember if well, they- Well, I mean, if they are, you're doing a wonderful job. <laughs> um, sort of if you're bringing- from the Samsung family, and I think, I think your family's been through some drama recently. <laughs> you're looking to increase sales of steam closets in, I guess- I was going to say in Australia, but we have reach all over the world, Ben. And also, you know, it would be huge PR winning over one of your harshest critics, <laughs> Michael King, <laughs> just shoots from the hip about <laughs> the alleged integrity of the people running your business. Who better than to spruik your steam closet, good people of Samsung, than if this you lunatic? Said, I mean, if they sent me a steam closet, I would happily t- change my tune on their entire family. Well, you if know? they send you, if I'm from Samsung listening to this now, I'd be like, well, he's already said, he said he's made two other people say they want this product. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. free. At the very least, call off the assassins you've undoubtedly yeah. hired to kill if, me, please, Mr. Well, or Mrs. Samsung. I reckon their deal is you get to keep your Samsung microwave. <laughs> <laughs> See, my, like, my, only con- my only concern is, and this is like, and honestly, hang, I'm just thinking of your career here, is that if you if you uh-huh. pigeonhole yourself as a steam closet influencer, there's not a there's not a lot of places that you can go with that. <laughs> so 
<laughs> that's like that's it's very it's it's yeah. very niche. And if the bottom falls out of the steam closet market, then 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 where are you? You need to be branch. Where can you I need go? To where be are branching you exactly? Out. I'm back to trying to influence people to buy irons yeah. or something. I'm yeah. not a believable iron influencer. I can't. You can't transition. Yeah, you, you're going to no. be needing to like. <laughs> it's a really tough branch sell. out into like the Corby trouser press and that kind of thing. Like you're <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna find yourself in trouble very quickly. So I would just I would caution <laughs> against that. Okay. Do you know what Good I will know. say for the sake of balance? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It really it it feels to me like a clothes pressure cooker, right? Uh huh. I think it probably is. I like. I I imagine that the corrupt people at Samsung have worked <laughs> out a way to make these not explode. But if you told me uh, that there was a risk that it would explode, a non and a non insignificant risk mm. of explosion using these things, uh. I would believe you. Yeah. And I already have said in this podcast. I have preferences about how people feel about my death. Mm. <laughs> and mm. I think having a having a clothes, a steam-powered clothes cupboard explode on me like I'm some sort of Jules Verne motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would be uh would would mitigate in no small way the tragedy of my well, death. I think that I they seemed quite safe when I was when I was fiddling around with it at the shop. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed fun. But it did. It I did sort of think about like you could you could put like obviously the main reason you put things in there is is to clothes mm-hmm. obviously sure. But I mean you, clothes isn't a reason even <laughs> grammatically. That's not. <laughs> that's just a noun. But, but Ben, <laughs> like I think we can all agree. <laughs> steam is steam, right? Steam is yeah. steam. steam, is steam. True. So, so obviously you're meant to put clothes in there, but you could put some broccoli in there. You could. You, you know, could okay. put. You could put dumplings in there. You know, yeah. You could put you could put bok choy, both baby and otherwise. <laughs> you could, uh, and 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 the reverse is also true. You could fold up your shirts and put them in one of those little bamboo <laughs> baskets over the fucking. Uh, you, could, <laughs> you could, for example, take your shirts to Yumcha and ask one of the ladies, <laughs> ask one of the ladies to put it in the cart, <laughs> roll it around the restaurant for a bit. You know, yeah. I mean, you could do all. These are all things that. Technically and legally are steam. allowed. Steam, 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 steam. 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 Okay, so all right. So if you don't like, if you don't want to pigeonhole yourself, maybe you could be like a water vapor influencer, and you could Absolutely. and you could like educate mm. people on all the possible different uses of suspended oh, water I think vapor. You've just cut out oh. there, baby. Baby's gone. Well. One of the podcast guests didn't show up and the other one dropped out midway through the podcast. Then. I think maybe the curse of technical difficulties on Freddie Good Home is reaching new heights. Yeah. And I don't, I can't this really is, explain it. This is, this is reaching sort of a mummy's curse sort of style uh, level of severity. <laughs> I mean, have you recently opened any um, tombs? No more than usual. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? And we're careful. We're careful when we open these tombs. Who was the, what was the name of the guy who opened a bunch of tombs and then died? Tomb Raider? <laughs> what are you talking Lara about? <laughs> Son of Tomb Raider? I don't know. Phoebe Hello, Roy. Phoebe Roy. Hey. Welcome back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. My my internet just decided just to. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the riffs were getting too yeah, hot. Yeah, that's what I think. That's the what podcast happened. Podcast was getting yeah, too funny. Like, there was this kind of and, um, flash, sort of like kind of flash, like kind of flashing light. Like, oh shit! And I looked out the garden. There was a massive <laughs> chicken. Just oh no, disaster! <laughs> Guys, I have one to take us yeah. home. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is posted uh, from a little town I like to call Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
in Victoria, uh, Australia, and it's posted in the general community section of Craigslist, which is, can I just say, uh, regardless of what city it mm. is, it's a fucking wackadoo place. <laughs> Anybody who in the age of like social media mm. where you can like just set up a Twitter account and just post to strangers or whatever still uses this to just say shit, mm. that is a beautiful kind of loon. Yes. yes. Um, so this is taken from uh, the community, the general community section of uh, Craigslist. It reads, I need assistance with hardening up. Mm-hmm. Okay. I need help hardening up. If anyone has the required assistance material, please let me know. Thanks. That is the entirety of the ad. Now, I am intrigued by this. I'm not sure if this person wants us to go to their house with like crowbars or something and beat them until they Well, because there's, there's at least two interpretations here, right? Yeah, or are they after like... Sex pills. One of them is to get a big boner. Yeah. One of them is to get a big sex boner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what they're asking. They want to get a nice big sex boner on and they're they're asking the Melbourne community for help in doing that. Now, but the other option is that. They want to get tough. They want to get toughened up. So they want us to go there with maybe some um, cow carcasses they can can Mm -hmm. fight. Is that what? Like like in Rocky, you know how he beats up the cow carcasses? Yeah. It's not like because that. What? (laughs) It wasn't like a. Is that not a thing in Rocky? It, it is, a, it, but it's not like it's because he it was his enemy. It was just because. <laughs> yeah, but he, you know, no, but that's like part of the training montage. Is what I think I'm it's because he was just in a butcher's shop, and they didn't have a punching bag. I could be wrong about that. In fact, I'm almost definitely wrong about so that. Do you think that? Do you, wait, so you think that in the? I've not seen the movie Rocky. I don't think I saw it when I was like 14. Okay, but in the movie Rocky, do you think that if that character Sylvester Stallone's character of Rocky if he wasn't from the wrong side of the tracks and was actually from like went to a private school and stuff, sure. do you think he still would have been punching cows or do you think he would, would have been punching a, 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 a fancy gold, bag, a fancy bag or something? A fancy bag. Have you seen Rocky? I have not. I have Maybe. not seen Rocky. I think that if he went to a private school, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be beating up a fancy bag. He'd be beating up like a more expensive breed of cow carcass. Oh sure, yeah, some, some of that sort of, wagyu, yeah, yeah. some of that <laughs> yeah, wagyu exactly. carcass, a Kobe, a Kobe um, carcass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm. I don't know. I've never taken boner pills. I don't mean to brag. Congratulations on your natural boner boners, or maybe you just have made peace with never having a boner. I don't know. I don't. I can't imagine they're difficult to get though. Are they boner pills? Yeah, you just go to the doctor and be like, like. Do you know what I mean? You can't just go to the doctor and be like, my dick doesn't work and they'll just give you the pills. I think so. Yeah, I guess like. like not it's, the- not like it's not like, like people aren't crushing these pills up to make meth. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, you don't know that. Well, I don't think you could. I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> It's a good point though. Like, like, you- why, like why would you need to, why would you need, why would you go to the internet, to the shadiest parts of the internet to get boner pills when you could just buy them from a doctor? Oh, because he's saying the assistance material. Maybe he means porno, porno mags. Yeah, but you don't need to. You don't oh. need to go somewhere special <laughs> to get that. Or maybe, maybe you do. That's like, true maybe as well. You do. Like maybe, Probably like maybe, readily available. But maybe like, uh, like if you want to get like a porn mag, that's like now a kind of. Uh, like a kind of esoteric piece of ephemera, and you've got to go to like a spe- oh. like you've got to go mm. to like a special store that's like run by like a sex nerd. Phoebe, can I ask a question? Yeah. This is a cross-cultural Australia slash UK yeah. question. In Australia, there is a sort of a tradition 
in primary schools, I guess, that everyone knows that somewhere in the bush nearby is a suitcase full of porno oh, mags. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have this rumour at your school, Ben? Yeah. Is this a UK thing? Is this it, a- at our school it was a phone box. Sure, a phone box full of pornos. What is was did, did your school have a um a box or suitcase full of pornos there somewhere? There was allegedly there was really? allegedly allegedly some in a carrier bag in the woods near my primary school. <laughs> <laughs> now here's my question about that, because that's another thing that I like grew up with but never really questioned. And can I say El Dorado is real. Like, <laughs> there was a phone box full of pornos? There was. Like there was dead set on Boundary Road in Roseville, a phone box what full of pornos. What a por- phone box full of pornos? It was where the fucking <laughs> yellow pages should have been. What, someone just stuffed pornos into yeah, there. Yeah, and they were like black and white. It was really. What? Yeah. I, 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 look, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't lie about this. Uh-huh. I was there. <laughs> You saw it. I saw it All with my it. own eyes. It was like it's like uh-huh. Howard Carter, like looking in on Tutankhamun's tomb and just being like, "I saw it. It's real. I've seen many wonderful Howard things." Carter. Yeah. Okay, that's crazy because when you dropped out of the podcast yeah. momentarily, I said, "Our podcast is cursed, like that old British guy who opened too many tombs." And then Ben couldn't. Re- we couldn't remember the name, but there was Howard Carter. Huh? It was Howard Carter bit. Howard Carter didn't get didn't, this, get, he didn't this, get cursed. Didn't he get some cursed? Of, so, like I some he of the died. people that he worked, I think. Oh, that's. A, I know that some of the people who like. I mean, I imagine eventually. I know he some died. of the people know. who like. Yeah, he's like living forever, like one of those chickens. Um, he. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just, re- I just remembered as well that the idea that like chickens can technically live forever was something that I said elsewhere, and so that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I bring that up, if I bring that up there. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think that no, like he died from natural causes. I think causes that like I think that later. what like yeah, but like loads of his team, most of whom were like Egyptian locals, got like a kind of horrible right. airborne thing when opening like when opening the tombs, and oh, that's what the kind I of the see. curse of the mummy's tomb came from. But yeah, I don't, I, I don't think um, anything happened to Carter. I think he was just kind of wafting along wearing linen like uh, like English visitors <laughs> to the colonies did. Wait, what was your um, thing you wanted to... Well, the thing is, because like, I'm telling you that it's real. Uh-huh, okay. I'm not saying all the kind of porno caches are real, mm-hmm. but I'm saying that for me, there was definitely a phone box full of pornos near my uh-huh. school. Okay. My question is... What the fuck is going on? Do you mean who's 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 the porno Santa? <laughs> like, so in my mind, in my in mind, right when I was a kid, I was like, well, it's just because they can't have them in their house, mm-hmm. so they're. But if you're an adult, you can have as much porno in your house as you fucking want. <laughs> now that I'm an adult, I, 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 I know genuinely that I can. Can. I've got my. I've got. I could have a porno room. I've if got I want. my porn cabinet. <laughs> That's what this room is. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's yeah. what being an adult is mm. all about. See, this is interesting because I always thought of the porn carrier bag as being like, as being like a kind of collaborative, collective dossier almost that had been kind of built up oh, by like the, the, multiple oh. people over the years. Yeah, and had, people yeah, and people right, add like add to the carrier bag, like like the kind of <laughs> like the uh, like the uh, medieval manuscript tradition of the Bible, like people just like kept like adding yeah. like their marginalia. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. I think that's that's why you know what I was uh, the, porn bag. the book of Kells, but in this instance, they're all sucking. Yeah, and fucking. exactly. <laughs> Do you, are you guys familiar with the beautiful folk tale of Stone Soup? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like that, but with little bits of pornos. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's is Stone Soup? There's a soup made of stone. 
yeah, somebody comes to a village that's very hungry oh, and he says, I sure. can make you a soup with just this stone. Right. And and he says, but, oh, this is delicious. But And he just gets water and puts it in there and he says, oh, but I do need some carrots. And somebody says, I've got some. But Matt, and, and then oh, he okay. tricks everybody into sharing a big soup basically yeah. by making great, adding little things. So what happens is somebody goes into the woods with a carrier bag with a stone <laughs> in it and says, I can give you cornos. <laughs> <laughs> but I just need a, uh, I need a little page torn out of an FHM and somebody goes, I have a page torn out of an FHM. <laughs> and then um, the whole village cranks off. That's so- <laughs> beautiful. When I was in school, the, 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 yeah. the, the way the story went was that it was someone's older brother or cousin had, um, was like a weird porno guy and he collected them all. But then his parents found it and he had to, Think of a place to hide it, so he put it in a suitcase and put it in the put bush. Put it in the woods. Yeah, put it in the bush. Yeah, and and then it's like the it's like the beginning of a very low stakes Cohen Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's played by George Clooney. Yeah. He's very charming. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah and and, and uh, but I don't. But I think the way it went was that he'd put it in like the area of bush behind my friend Paddy's house. Uh, or sorry, across the road from my friend Patty's house. Mm-hmm. And to get there, you had to scale down like a, what is now a rock climbing face, but there was kind of a way you can scupper down there. Mm-hmm. And then he he had to throw it down. He just threw it off the ravine into the, into the thing, mm-hmm. but didn't know exactly where it was. Mm-hmm. And so like, it was sort of this thing that you, we would go, you would go down there to search for and that kids had been searching for for mm-hmm. years, but no one ever found. Oh, that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's not quite the, Fun box full of black and white pornos that you had. There. Well, you know what? I mean, we don't all find, as I say, we don't we don't all find Eldorado, do we? <laughs> Phoebe Roy, uh, this has been an absolute joy. Thank you so much for joining You're us. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just going to be th- like, honestly, I'm thinking about making an offer on the rooster. I need I need a rooster with a poor attitude. Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if people want to find out more about what you do and the po- the various podcasts you host, uh, how can they find them? Ah, super easy. It's super easy to do that. I have two little podcasts. Uh, one is called Masters of Our Domain, which you can find on Twitter at Masters of Pod, which is me and the uh, ghostly presence of Milo's Seinfeld <laughs> podcast. And I do another mm-hmm. podcast called... Um, called 10,000 Posts, which is a podcast about how everything is posting. And you can also find that on Twitter where we post episodes and things of that nature. And do you have any plans to come to Australia so you can view a bow bird in its in its real life? <laughs> or alternatively, a suitcase full of pornos. We have one of those as well. If Honestly, you I would be so delighted. It's just a question of uh, finding time to, you know, be on a plane for two days because... Like it just feels it feels like quite it feels like quite an unnatural state of being. But I would like I when would, life is finite, it really I, does I just, feel like yeah, kind of a mockery. I just would like to just like dress up in like a very very blue tracksuit and then go and find one of these birds and see what it does. <laughs> um, then what do you got coming up soon? Oh, we got Dragon Friends at the store mm-hmm. uh, coming up in July. You can yes. find that out by Googling the comedy store Dragon Friends. Oh, and I think our special guest this week, uh, this month, I should say, is uh, Maddie Parker, who you might know from ITS. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, she's, she's great. Yeah, so come along That'll be that. super fun. Uh, I'm still doing my newsletter occasionally, uh, theidiotreport.com. Uh, and lately I've become uh, – uh, well, when I had COVID, I became obsessed with um, – 
uh, collaborating with an AI bot to yes. to write some stuff, and that was really fun. Did you think that AI robot was like what better or worse than me, your other collaborator? How did you feel about that? I um I don't really want to get into it. <laughs> did you think presently. that they were? Like, cause I want to say they did a lot, a lot of yes ending, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> they did a lot of yes ending. Um, yeah, that's, that's, oh, and I think uh, I've just put on some sales, some shows at the Sydney Fringe. Um, so if you're in Sydney and want to see me develop a new hour of stand up, you can go along to that. It'll probably be mixed quality. Mm. Mm. That's the Michael Hing promise. <laughs> mixed quality. Um, anyway, Phoebe Roy, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you very soon. And I just want to also put a call out to our listeners. If you ever found pornos where they Great call out. Great call mm-hmm. out. Yeah. If, if you ever, like, if there was like a, a myth going around your school that there was a cache of pornos somewhere mm-hmm. and you actually f- found them, do get in touch. Yeah. Or alternatively, just any apocryphal uh, rumors yeah. that you had as a child that you definitely believed that in retrospect you're like, that's crazy. That didn't really yeah. happen. Um, let us know on our uh, uh, Facebook page if you have Facebook or you can drop it in the Discord. Again, if you'd like to join the Discord, the instructions to do that are too complicated and you'll just have to try and find it yourself. <laughs> There's no way for me to explain how to do it. The, 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 but it, the is, but it is, unlike some of the porno caches, Findable. It's findable. It's real. It's real. It's real. Anyway. It's full, it's full of like old copies of Razzle. <laughs> you say yeah. Razzle? Is, is Razzle a British porno, man? <laughs> yeah, That's so is. funny. <laughs> that is so funny that it's called yeah, Razzle. Razzle. <laughs> that is the most English shit I've ever heard. I'm going to go yank my chain to something called Razzle. Sure you are, Tabitha. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain If you're not into yoga If you have half a brain If you like making love at midnight In the dunes on the cape Then I'm the love that you've looked for Write to me and escape Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.